reprobate travel cast. If you don't like it, you can kiss my ass. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Welcome to the reprobate travel cast. We're now on iTunes. We have a fan page on Facebook. Uh, 31 big fans, something like that, uh, which is a good start. What the hell, you know? Uh, so you can find us on Facebook under the Reprobate Travel Cast. Uh, you can find me on Twitter under Reprobate2012. That's Reprobate2012. Welcome to the show. We got some travel stories today. I brought in a friend of mine who I've been on some adventures with, Magic Mike. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, Jake? Get a little closer to the mic there, brother. Is that better? Oh, yeah, that's good right there. So uh, I w- let's get right into it. You went on the worst vacation ever. I've heard you tell the story when we were drunk, and I want to hear it sober. Well, uh, basically, I decided we were going to go back to a place we'd been one other time that we had such a great time at. Who's we? Uh, my, my wife and I, who was only my fiancé at the time, actually. Right. Uh, so we decided to go back because we had such a good time the first time. And as it turned out, this ended up being our worst vacation ever. And it wasn't because of the place so much as the circumstances and how things happened. What was the name of the place again? Tybee Island. Tybee Island. Just outside of Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, I've been to Savannah. Savannah's beautiful. If it's anything oh, yeah, it's a very beautiful city. And we, uh, you know, we make a point of hanging out in Savannah when we're staying on the island, too. But, yeah, uh, it's a neat town. It's got so much, like, history and all these weird, like, architectural architecturally cool structures well when the uh when the north uh was sacking the south they burned all the cities until they hit the coast and savannah's the only one they didn't burn so it's got a lot more history than most of the other cities in the south that have been rebuilt since the civil war you uh you've been tivoing the history channel again haven't you well i just knew this because i went on a tour through savannah oh i got you okay (laughs) i was on vacation there (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we did a little cobblestone, you know. That's cool. Horse-drawn carriage tour. And the guy, you know, tells you all the history of everything. And the bench from uh, Forrest Gump is right there in Savannah. Did you know that? I, I believe he pointed it out to us. Yeah? Yeah. But, you know, I had had a few drinks, so. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, I, I you were probably passed out on that bench at some point. <laughs> Life really is like a box of chocolates. Son of a bitch. I'm fucking... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so, so okay, so you're in Georgia. You're with your fiance. This is going to be a great vacation. It's going well, to be. The story beautiful. actually even starts before we go to Georgia. All right, uh, my uh, now sister-in-law, because I'm now married, uh, my future sister-in-law at the time, decided to change her wedding plans at the last minute. So we ended up having to leave late to go on our vacation to begin with. We were planning on leaving on Friday. The wedding was on Saturday, so we had to go to a wedding. And then leave after the wedding. Okay. So that was a major inconvenience. Who wants to go to a wedding and then drive to Georgia? Not uh, anybody in their (laughs) right mind. Exactly. So that started off on a bad note. But uh, eventually we made it there and had a great first night. Uh, Went and had crab legs and had some drinks and hung out on the beach. So far so good. And it was good. But uh, the very next morning we get a phone call and our apartment's been broken into. And burglarized. So that is not news you want to hear while you're on vacation, miles away from where you can do anything about it. Yeah, it sucked. You know, I got the cops at my house going through my place, and I'm not even there. Oh man. Yeah, not fun. Not fun. So, yeah, basically, 
it was just kind of like we were walking on pins and needles the rest of the week. <laughs> not not exactly uh, a good time. Yeah, that that'll ruin it. So it gets worse. Oh, it just gets progressively worse. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is, it sucks for you. On, but... the, on the second day, I cut my shin out hanging out on near a reef. Uh-huh. And uh, Heather and I were out there finding seashells and stuff. And the tide had come back in. And when we had crossed it originally, the tide was out. Okay. So now I'm crossing it, and I can't really see where I'm going. I'm almost chest deep. And I ended up cutting my shin, so now I'm bleeding. Right. And you don't really want to bleed in salt water. No, yeah, you don't want to bleed no. in the ocean, I guess. No, that's bad. Oh, oh, really, you don't want to bleed in general, I find. Well, so I get back out, and, you know, I actually didn't get in the ocean for two days after that because I had a pretty good cut on my shin. I thought it healed up enough, but I got back in and went boogie boarding on the third day. Uh-huh. And uh, I had the big gash on the middle of my chin. But it was seemed it was scabbed over. I didn't I didn't feel that it was actually bleeding. Well, at one point I look up when I'm boogie boarding. My wife is right next to me. But at one point I look up. I go up over a wave on my boogie board, and I look up and I see the next wave coming at me. And there's a little fish jumping away from something that's uh-huh. chasing it. <laughs> Lo and behold, whatever that was ended up being a tiger shark that came within like three feet of me. How big? How big are tiger sharks? This particular one was bigger than me, so at least six feet, if not seven. And I saw it close enough that I saw its stripes. And in the Atlantic, it has to be close for you to see it because the Atlantic's kind of murky water. Right. So, yeah, I basically dropped my boogie board down between me and it. Uh Uh-huh. Because it turned and, like, toward me. And then I just put my boogie board between me and it and ran backwards as fast as I could. And I was, like, ankle deep, like, in, like, a half a second. Just standing there, like, freaked out. And, That's a big uh, fear of mine, is sharks. Well, then I look up, and my wife was, like, only, like, 8, 10 feet from me. So then I'm like, oh, she rides the next wave in, and I'm like, don't go back in there right now. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, my, was, like, one of the first movies I ever saw, my mom took me to Jaws, and I was a little kid, and it scarred me for life, because that's uh, not, yeah, like... me too. Like, your first time in a theater... It's like being there. It's a big experience for a kid to be in the theater for the first time and seeing the movie. You really go to that place. And it was uh, Jaws. I, dude, I was afraid to get in swimming pools and uh, the bathtub. <laughs> I was so freaked out by sharks. Uh, that music, done. Uh, I always at least understood that I was fine as long as I wasn't in the ocean. <laughs> but, no, see, but I wasn't a bright kid. <laughs> So yeah, I just I was I was totally freaked out. I, I to this day I hate the ocean. I won't step foot in the ocean. Oh, I didn't get in the ocean the rest of that week in Tybee. That was it. No, You've been some done. other cool. You go to a lot of cool places actually. You been to Aruba? No, actually uh, the Bahamas. The Bahamas twice. And those were both fun. We yeah, had a great time. Both of those. Our first time was our honeymoon, and we had so much fun on our honeymoon. We decided to go back a second time, and it went really well too. Good times. Uh, There's so many things to do in the Bahamas. What do you do when you're there? I've never been to the Bahamas. Uh, you know, you take you rent jet skis and take them out on the ocean. There's a lot of dolphins around. So, you know, you can actually end up jet skiing right up next to a dolphin. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, we did a swimming with dolphins where we actually went to a place that had, you know, captive dolphins that you would jump in and swim with. That's crazy. Uh, the dolphins, uh, they like to race you. 
And of course they beat you every time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a dolphin's going to beat me. Yeah, they go flying by you. But when they get to the end, they taunt you and laugh at you. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> I'd be like, fuck you, man. Poke him in his blowhole. How do you like that? Yeah, we went to Florida once together uh, on a gig. I was playing the Orlando Improv back when it was on Church Street. Yeah, we met Bob Saget. Yeah, what a and, night uh, that was. That was a Larry fun the time. Cable guy. Yeah, what a lineup. I was playing the Improv, and Bob Saget from America's Funniest Videos and Dirty Work. He directed Dirty Work, famous comedian, Full House. He was the headliner, and I was the middle act. And Larry the Cable Guy, remember that? He walks in to do a guest set, Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, he did about 10 or 15 or something like that. Yeah, he was trying new stuff. So it was me, Bob Saget, Larry the Cable Guy, and uh, I forget what the MC kid's name was. He was a cool kid. Yeah, he was a cool guy. Um, But yeah, that was crazy. And that crowd that night was, wasn't it awesome? It was incredible. There was, I don't know, maybe 700 people. Oh, I don't know if it was that big. It was pretty big, man. I mean, the Funny Bone here in Columbus is 300. It had a balcony, I think. It was think. a lot bigger than the Funny Bone. I don't think it was that big, though, but it was pretty big. But, yeah, and, like, I rocked it. And then we we went to the bar and... Uh, I'd say it's at least twice the size of the Funny Bone. It was huge. I don't the know funny if Funny Bone seats 300. It's not that big now. That they, they have a new club now. They closed the Church Street location. It's too bad. That was a really cool place. It was. It was awesome. But the new one's really nice. So, uh, but yeah, remember, and we were sitting at the bar just getting hammered afterwards. Oh yeah. And people were coming out to talk to you during, uh, during the other people's sets and, and they didn't like that. (laughs) Yeah. It was crazy. Everybody wanted to come out and do a shot with you. Yeah. We got pretty well hammered and then we hung out at some rooftop bar next door. Tiki torches. Yeah. Tiki torches. And (laughs) boy, that was, that was really cool. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was, man. We were roaming around with like a group of like 12 people that I never saw the day before that and never saw a day after it. <laughs> That's the cool thing about being a traveling comic. You make like 10 yeah. friends every night that will just like hang out with you and go drinking and stuff. It's it's pretty cool, you know. I go to Florida three or four times a year to do stand-up, and it is a really nice place. I can see why people like move down there. Yeah, it was like January when we did that, and it was uh, actually even warm for Florida. So mm-hmm. when we were there, it was like 80 during the day and like 70 at night. It was perfect, man. It was so hard to come back to Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. But our, on upcoming broadcasts, we're going to be in Virginia Beach, and we're going to be in Tampa, and and then some mystery locations. So tune in for that, everybody. That'll be, that'll be interesting. Do you have any travel plans coming up? Um, we're thinking about making some, but we haven't decided where we're going to go yet. I'm trying to talk her into something different. We always go to the beach. Uh-huh. Like where? Where were we? Grand where Canyon. We? Grand Canyon? Never been there. I've only flown over it on the way back from Vegas, and all I can say is having a window seat on the way back from Vegas, I can see that it's very, very, very big. <laughs> I've seen it. I've been there. I actually drove through the Grand Canyon. Well, I mean, through the park anyway, and stopped and took a look. It's amazing. It's, it's. I was about to say that'd be a really good trick there, Jake. Driving through yeah. the Grand Canyon. No, I I jumped over <laughs> it like Evil Knievel on a bike. But it's, you almost think you're dreaming when you look at it. 
And I noticed, and I had that same feeling when I was in Waikiki and looked out at the water. Like the color did look, looked like a color that I had never seen. The, the color of the water was like something out of a dream. I just remember saying, you know, is this real? There's places like that that just take your breath away. And I think Waikiki Beach is one for me. And and definitely the Grand Canyon's another one where where you just you think this can't be real. I mean, what I'm looking at is just amazing, you know. It's a big fucking hole. <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen the pictures and I've seen it from the like I said, looking over the wing of a plane. The Brady Bunch got trapped in there once. Yeah, I heard for like about five that. days. Yeah. They never have luck on vacations. Talk about shitty vacations. What about the one when they were in Hawaii and they and found they that tiki fi- doll? Yeah, and they cursed themselves. <laughs> and yeah, and Greg got hurt by a surfboard or something, and, and then Fonzie jumped the shark. <laughs> yeah, and now Is you're confusing the, shows. Am I? That's <laughs> not the same show, huh? No, not the same show. I remember watching Fonzie jump that shark. It was like, hey, as he jumped it. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking... And, and at the time, that was so still, cool. Still had his leather jacket on yeah. with his he swim said, trunks. This motherfucker's in Hawaii <laughs> with swim trunks and a leather jacket. <laughs> skiing. <laughs> Cunningham. He's fucking jumping the shark. <laughs> what kind of motherfucker wears a leather jacket? Skiing. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> Only on Fonz. And at the time, that shit was so cool. <laughs> like, you were talking it's about still it at school. Cool. No, it is. It's still pretty cool. He's still the Fonz, <laughs> man. All right. We'll be right back in a minute, everybody. song for you man did you like that yeah that was good thank you very fine thank you um 
Yeah, I always like to make up songs. That's uh, that's kind of your thing. It is. I enjoy it. I like to make up songs, and uh, you know, that's that. So one more story before you go. I know you have uh, a busy day. You just got new furniture. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, new furniture is great, especially when you're sitting on a couch that was 20 years old prior to this. Yeah, <laughs> I get attached to shit, you know. But uh, so I'm going to let you tell the story. Of the uh, poker game. My second poker game I ever played, by the way. Yeah, we go to, uh, where was it up in Westerville? The uh, Armory. The Armory. Yeah, that's right. So we go up to the Armory. There's about 120 people going into a tournament that is a uh, $20 buy-in with a uh, $20 rebuy that you could buy right at the beginning if you wanted to, too. So Jake and I both decide to just buy all the chips at once, and we go in 40 bucks. So the tournament starts out. Jake's playing super conservative. I actually had uh, pocket rockets, aces. And I went all in on that and was knocked out on that by someone hitting three queens on the river. Oh, wow. And uh, so I was out in the second round. See, I thought that I thought for sure that day before we left, I thought it would be one of those days where... You're playing a long time, and then I would be waiting around for you because you know how to play, and it was only like my second game, so. Well, you know, I went all in on Pocket Rockets, and, uh, you know, it, in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have. Oh, I don't know. Because I, I, I was, pushed with you know, Pocket Rockets all day long. I would go all in. Well, there was 11 other people at the table, and there was a lot of chances for someone to beat a one yeah. pair. <laughs> you know? And that's all I ended up with was two aces. The guy that went all in with me had uh, two queens. And uh, he ended up hitting a queen on the river. Uh, so, yeah, I got knocked out quick. But you, on the other hand, played very conservative. You wouldn't play any hands unless you were <laughs> on the button. It, no matter what you had, you were folding for a while. Yeah. You didn't have to put in chips, and you didn't have the best possible hand. You didn't. Well, I, at the time, I didn't know what I was doing, so I was just, like, waiting for aces and kings all day. But then, once I started, like... It was weird. Uh, there was that one hand. Your conservativity got you to that final table, but the final table, you had that one lucky hand. Well, there was the one hand where I was almost out of chips. I had, like, one chip left. Well, no, you had a, you had a short stack, like four. You had, like, maybe four or five chips left. Which were, and like, decided, one chips. They were, like, nothing. Yeah. You went all in with what you had left. Well, I, I think I was the big blind... So I had to go all in anyway, I think, if I remember right. Maybe I'm wrong. You were the big blind, and then you went ahead and... Oh, I just you threw, went ahead the rest and threw in the rest of them. Yeah. You're like, screw it. This all, all on this one. But I had like a 9-3 offsuit or something horrible. Yeah, but you had the luckiest flop ever. It was 9-9-3. <laughs> 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 on the flop. You knew right yeah, away. Yeah, and there was yeah. a bunch of guys in the hand, so I like quadrupled up, and then... And then I get on this rampage where, like, every time I look down, I had queens or kings. or and, and then I had so many chips. I remember, like, I had, like, almost all the chips and my hands were shaking. And, uh, yeah, and then it got down to, like, the final table. Well, then you only had a, a one point you had just three people left. And the two guys tried to talk you out of uh, playing it out. Right. They tried to make a deal. They tried to make a deal. And, uh, they were, you know, just let's just split it three ways kind of thing. And Jake looks back at me 
And I'm like, no, man. I'm looking at his stack, and I realize he has more chips than both of them combined. He should definitely take them down. Yeah, why would I split it three ways when I have all the ammunition? Yeah, so Was your thinking, you know? I was thinking they were trying to trick you because they knew you were new and you were right. having a lucky streak, and I didn't let them do that. And they were pissed. <laughs> yeah, the one guy wouldn't shake my hand. Yep. It's like you guys should have split it. Even the other guy said that to you. Yeah, he goes, oh, oh you know, you really should should uh, chop it when you have the opportunity. Or He said that usually guys like you lose. And I was like, not tonight, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and it was a lot of players, and I ended up winning the whole damn thing, huh? It was like 1200 bucks. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was fun. That was uh, It got me hooked on poker. I love poker. You you get to Vegas now and then. I'm I'm dying to go to Vegas. Yeah, drinks were on you after that. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> we need to do, do a Vegas trip, man. I've been trying to talk Larry into going out there and doing some gigs. If you could get some gigs, that'd be really cool. Because then you get to stay in a free room and. <laughs> yeah. Remember uh, the time you were there with uh, Troy and Trey. And you, you yeah, ran into yeah. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Tell and, that story. Uh, and Carrot Top. But, you uh, run into Mike Tyson and Carrot Top on the same night? Same two nights. And that's pretty fun. That's up. all we were there. That's a good trip to Vegas right there. Yeah, Carrot Top was at the Luxor and we ran into he, He's a really bars. nice guy. Yeah, he was cool. He had two girls with him. I think they were hookers. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> they seemed pretty hookish. But, uh, yeah. To each their own. That was my only time I've ever been at Vegas, and it was a blast. I mean, we were drinking 40 out of, like, 46 our, hours. Our friend Trey always drops the N-bomb on people. Like, he calls people the N-word all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, you're at the casino. We're walking through Mandalay Bay. Right. And there's a UFC fight there that night. Uh-huh. So, Mike Tyson happened to be on his way <laughs> to through Mandalay Bay to go to the UFC fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I look over and I spot him, and we've been drinking like for ten hours solid at this point. So I look at Trey and I'm like, "Call that guy the N word." And, <laughs> yeah. and he looks over and he goes, "Hey, that's Mike Tyson." <laughs> and I go, "Yeah, you call him the N word. See what he does." And he goes, "Yeah, come on, you call people that. Call goes, him that." No, I'm not going to do that. Oh. And he goes over and shakes his hand like a little pussy instead. <laughs> yeah, so he doesn't like black people unless they're famous, I guess. <laughs> He has selective racism. <laughs> you go, call him that. Call him the N-word, dude. Come on. <laughs> I love that. Uh, you know, it would have been funny because Mike, because there's a point where Trey could get drunk enough to maybe. It might happen. Yeah. And Mike and Tyson. Been for 12 hours. I would turn on the news and you would hear Mike Tyson is in prison for murder. Mike Tyson would punch him so hard his his whole family would die. <laughs> Look what he did to Steve-O And Steve-O just ran his own hand, hand into, Or his own head into his fist Well, yeah, I was working with Steve-O uh, Right after he had done that Two and, and both his, Yeah, both his eyes were blackened From, from Mike's and broken fist nose. Well, Mike, Mike Tyson's fist is just gigantic And just hard as All a he did was hold his arm out He didn't draw it back and try to hit him If he would have done that, Steve-O would be dead Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, he would knock him out for sure Steve-O's a tough dude so, nice guy. I want to work with Steve-O again, man. Maybe I'll try to get him on the podcast. That'd be the way to do it. So, 
Well, thanks for stopping in and telling us the uh, travel stories and stuff and the poker story. And uh, we'll be back in a minute, folks. I have to uh, take a dump. All right, thanks for hanging in there, everybody. It was a fun show today. I'd like to thank Magic Mike for coming in. Later in the week, we have comedian Bob Cook coming in. One of uh, one of my favorite comedians. Funny guy. Should be a good time. We'll be going over the news and, and uh, doing some other crazy stuff. That's uh, Wednesday night. I think I'm going to post that one. So stay tuned. Hope you all are doing well. Happy travels. Smoke weed.